the biggest little city in the world. Reno, Nevada is the subject of episode 120 of The Family Vacationer, and it starts right now. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, Danny. the go-to podcast for families on the move. Welcome, friends. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny, and this is episode 120 of The Family Vacationer. We're really happy you guys are with us again this week as we talk about Reno, Nevada. Last week, we talked to the Williams family about their recent trip to Key West. So if that area is on your list of places to go, I strongly recommend that you go back and give that one a listen. In this episode, we're really excited to explore one of the most popular travel destinations in the United States, Reno, Nevada. Nestled in the shadow of the majestic Sierra Nevada mountain range, Reno has been a beloved travel destination for decades. In the opening, we referred to Reno as the biggest little city in the world. Nest due to what Reno offers as a unique blend of urban excitement and natural beauty that makes it the perfect getaway for families. That's right. Reno was founded in 1868 during the Silver Rush. Reno has a rich history that's evident in its beautiful architecture and vibrant culture. Over the years, the city has evolved into a hub of entertainment, gaming, outdoor adventure, making it a popular destination for visitors from around the globe. Now, to help us explore all that Reno has to offer, we're thrilled to welcome our special guest, Katie DeMuth. Katie's the tourism sales manager for the Reno Sparks Convention and Visitors Authority, and a person who knows all the best spots to visit in the city. She'll be sharing her insider tips and recommendations for making the most of your family's trip to Reno. Katie, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. We're glad you are here. So let's start off. What are the top family-friendly attractions in Reno? Well, I think my number one that I always recommend for people is the National Automobile Museum. Okay. And the reason I love it so much, especially for families, is there's a little bit of everything in there. So they do moving exhibits. We've had the cars, Disney, Pixar cars Mm -hmm. there. So kids The real ones? Yes. They're the coolest looking... Okay, coolest might be a stretch, but fun cars. But we also have a Model T. We have Teslas. I mean, there's a little bit of everything there. And it's fun for people who are familiar with kind of the area also because they're all from Bill Harris collection. So Harris from Harris Casino fame. Oh, right. They had like 2,000 cars at one point, and they have like 200 of them in there right now. Um, But that's a good one. We have a minor league baseball team, the Reno Aces. They play all summer. They're fun. Um, we also have a circus, circus hotel that has a midway. So you get all mm. the fun carnival-esque midway games and circus acts throughout the day. We have a kid's discovery museum that's all hands-on. It does, right now it has a sloth. It's called the slow, slow on the go exhibit. And it's got a sloth and other animals that are you kind of a little slower, a little more easier to catch, mm-hmm. <laughs> but tortoises <laughs> and things like that. Um, we have a wild island water park. So we have a little bit of everything, I think, in the area. If you head up to Tahoe, we have a treetop adventure park during the summertime. That's at Heavenly, which is a ski resort in the winter. In the summer, they kind of turn it into a ropes course and kind of the fun stuff for kids. We have Epic Discovery up at the lake, similar concept. And then if you're in a, if you're a wintertime traveler, we obviously have ski and snowboarding, um, snow tubing, 
snowshoeing. Snowshoeing for families is really fun because they can go up to this area called Chickadee Ridge. And Chickadee Ridge is at the top of one of our mountains, roughly um, 9,000 feet elevation. And you snowshoe into it and you have bird seed with you and you just hold your hand out with some bird seed and these chickadees fly and eat right off your hands. It's super cool. But all of those, I think, are super, super family friendly. Awesome. Yeah. So are there any like special events or festivals that or any other thing that might be going on that would be really interesting to families coming in? Uh, definitely. We have roughly 150 special events throughout the year in wow. an hour drive of Reno. So the nice thing about Reno is we're pretty centrally located right at the base of the Sierra Nevada mountains. So we're like 45 minutes from Tahoe, uh, 30 minutes from our state capital, 30 minutes from Virginia city, which is a national historic district. And all those have events all year long, but I think the top like five ish, I would say for families, and we have hot air balloons uh, there every September. And that same weekend is also the international, I'm going to say it slowly so you guys catch it, yes. camel and ostrich races. Okay. So they're exactly what they sound like. People race on camels and ostriches. It's a hoop. It's hmm. quite a sight to be seen, I would say. Um, are these have, fast animals? <laughs> the camels are kind of like... Um, really awkward horses okay that's the best way i can describe it they're not they're not super fast ostriches are super fast right okay and they uh-huh. don't like people on them so they tend to fling them off which you know yeah. is quite enjoyable we all like watching a fail video or two that's confusing um, me i've never seen anybody ride an ostrich i'm going that's yeah possible. i'm gonna have I feel to like look you, we could Google it. You should Google it. Just Virginia <laughs> City ostrich races and you'll yeah, find some fun videos. Yeah. Um, we also, we get Monster Jam. We have a Reno River Festival, which is right in the heart of our downtown area. The Truckee River runs right through Reno and they do um, kayak uh, competitions essentially in the center of town, but this whole festival event surrounds it. So there's bike races for kids and there's mother-daughter lookalike contests and kind of some fun, quirky, smaller events within this big festival. And then um, Reno Rodeo. So we have a rodeo. It's celebrating, uh, I believe, 105 years this year. So it's a longstanding one. We dubbed it the richest rodeo in the West because it has a very large purse, but it runs for about mm-hmm. 10 days. So you can catch it um, in a trip and do all the other fun things in the area. Those are, I guess, my top events for families, but there's lots right. to choose from. So no ostrich races in the rodeo, though, right? That's, that's no, well. but I think it okay. would be a spectacle. Yeah. They should add. <laughs> you, might, you might suggest that. That sounds pretty entertaining to me, but that's, that's just me. Um, and I think you've, you've mentioned a lot of these, but I was going to ask, what, what are some of the best outdoor activities? I am curious about snowshoeing. For mm-hmm. those of us who, who haven't done that, can you kind of go in a little bit on what that is? Yeah, so I would say snowshoeing is a little, it's like trying to hike in the snow, but you put okay. on, best described as a tennis racket. That's kind of okay, what it's okay. like you attach it to the bottom of your shoes. They strap right. on and um, it helps you stay elevated on the snow. So you don't sink down into it because it gives you more of a surface area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
So it's like hiking, but a lot of our snowshoeing areas are more, I would say more flat, a little less strenuous than your typical hike. Mm. Um, so that's yeah, definitely a wintertime activity. Maybe not this year. This year, our winter seems to be going forever. Um, <laughs> we've had record setting snow. We have a ski resort that's actually staying open through the 4th of July. So oh, you, wow. you could ski and do a dual day on the 4th of July ski. Wow. Morning, beach, afternoon, and watch fireworks. That's that, unique. Okay. See, that's that is unique. unique. Um, yeah, but some other outdoor stuff, since that was what you were kind of asking about. We have tons yeah. of trails. We have 600 plus miles of trails in the Reno Tahoe area. Um, we have a great e-bike uh, trail that's up at Lake Tahoe. So e-bikes, electric bikes, they're, what's nice about those, at least from my standpoint, I, I can bike. It's fine. But mm. I like that little bit of assistance you get yeah. with an e-bike. And it's really good, I think, for families, too, because sometimes kids are a little more leisurely yeah. and want a little more help. But I'm, I'm an e-biker, and I agree with you. I, yeah. But this trail <laughs> is three miles round trip. It goes from the North Shore to our State Park Sand Harbor. It's beautiful. It's right along um, the lake's edge and you can do the same thing in the middle of town we have an e-bike rental right in the middle of reno you can do the trail along the river um let's see we have a marina we have a man-made marina in sparks it's fun they do paddle boats there they have great restaurants and a little park you can do fishing we have great fly fishing on the Truckee river um horseback riding in the mountains so lots of outdoor activities either season well i guess there's have, four seasons so either winter or summer yeah <laughs> have you done fly fishing i'm just curious how difficult that is to pick up um i have i have attempted it one time and that will tell okay. you how difficult it was to pick up <laughs> <laughs> oh, i've never well, done I'm that still... so i'd have to learn it, it looks... on the fly oh thank you Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I'm still stuck on snowshoeing. Uh, that seems to me like the, the best use of a tennis racket for me would be to strap it to my feet and walk in snow. So that seems like it would work the best. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to move into a topic that is near and dear to our hearts with me and Rob. Um, family friendly, friendly restaurants or dining options in the area. I, it's near and dear to my heart as well. I feel like <laughs> it should be near and dear to everyone's heart, but it's right. yes. um, we have tons of options because we have so many casino properties. Mm. I would say if families are staying at a casino property or okay with a casino property, you're going to get your best variety at those anywhere from your breakfast buffet type thing to a steakhouse. Um, I don't know. We just got a chickies and Pete's, which is uh, I guess a really big national type sports bar. I I had never heard of it until it came mm. here, but it's a seafood sports bar, but it's really okay. good and um pretty fun to and lots to look at and things to keep kids active. Um some local eateries though, because I think going local when you travel is always really fun. So yes. we have a um let's see, it's called Two Chicks. So it's a breakfast and lunch location. It doesn't do dinner, but it is locally owned by two women. They started as a food truck and it was a 
um, grilled cheese food truck. That was all they did was gourmet style grilled cheese. And they evolved into this breakfast brunch location called Two Chicks. Um, they are really good with dietary restrictions, which is nice um, for especially traveling. I have a gluten intolerance. I think it's nice to find places that are pretty well labeled and things like that. Um, so they're really nice, kind of a diner feel when you walk into, which is nostalgia at its best. Uh, Flying Onion Pizza, which is local pizza joint. And they serve their pizza with honey on the side to dip your crust in. Oh, it's oh, so whoa. good. Not a bad So idea. good. Yeah. So that's a good one. Is... Um, we have a Brazilian steakhouse called Churrasco's, which I think is just a unique experience all itself as long as you like meat. Like, I feel like if you are a meat eater, that is, you want to steer as far away from that as possible. <laughs> Keeps on going in those places. Yeah. <laughs> But I, we took, I, I will, I've taken my daughter there and she's young, but she loves it. She thinks it's such a wild experience. It's just something fun to do. Um, and we have buffets and all of those other type things um, in our casinos, but those would be my highlights for family friendly for sure. Great. Honey and pizza crust. I'm, I'm, hmm. Okay. Magnificent. I'd, I'd give it, I'd give it a go. <laughs> Uh, all right. So accommodations for families trying to find the right place to stay. I know you guys are going to, you've got casinos, you've got um, hotels, national chain hotels. You probably got uh, vacation rentals. What, what's the, what are some of the uh, family friendly lodging places that you would recommend? Oh, so first off, I always say for families, Circus Circus is one of the best ones. I mean, it's got a built in midway um, prices, it's, prices are really good. It's right in the center of downtown and you can nearly avoid the casino, I would say with most of it, which is really nice as a, right. I get with families, casino environment, especially if you're not from Nevada, I grew up here seeing a slot machine in a grocery store is like, whatever to me, but right. <laughs> I know not everybody had that same experience. So <laughs> casinos aren't always on the top of people's lists. Um, but circus circus is a really good one. We have a brand new hotel that went in. It is an element by Weston mm. and it's in our Reno experience district. And um, what I love about their rooms is their ex extended stay like. Um, so you can get your kitchenette and things and they have lots of adjoining rooms, um, big beds. So all the things you need kind of with a family, if you're more than say like four people. Um, multiple rooms and adjoining rooms is really nice. We have two properties that are right in the downtown casino area that are more casino resort like, but without the casino. So okay. we have a, it's called Whitney Peak. They're both, that one's privately owned. Um, and it's fun feature for families is it has cl a climbing wall inside. So something to do, but it also has the tallest outdoor climbing wall attached to the face of the hotel. So it's oh, 164 wow. feet tall Ooh. and it's, yeah, I yeah no that's not no that's not a me, oh. a me thing. That's like yeah, it's just out there. Up. Okay. Yeah, I'm with But you. it's right by our arch. So if you're familiar with pictures of Reno, we have a big arch that says Reno, the biggest little city in the world. So what's cool is that when you're climbing up, you get above it and you can look down. Ooh. Um, that's a really good one. We like you said, we have tons of brands. We have extended stays. We have, um. It's a Best Western. It used to be a privately owned casino hotel. It was called Boomtown, but now it's Boomtown by Best Western. Um, 
they have a big arcade, a carousel in it. Some fun things for families to do at a lot of our properties. And then the final one I would say is a renaissance. That is, again, one of our downtown properties without a casino. So it's a great, there's some great options that can keep you out of the gaming part of Reno, Tahoe. <laughs> you mentioned, you know, how families might view casinos, you know, how families might view casinos. What's the relationship like the other way? What's the casinos or, or do they consider themselves family friendly? Or are they averse to having kids? And, you know, cause I, you know, with Vegas, they went through like a family friendly phase and then they <laughs> went they and learned. decided other direction. <laughs> and so where, where does Reno fit in on that, on that spectrum? I would say we get a, we have casino properties that probably would prefer not to have families, right? Okay. So our higher yeah. luxury end ones tend to not have anything for those kids. Yeah. But almost all of our properties, except for probably about three or four, have like an, a big arcade. Um, right. GSR, Grand Sierra Resort, is off like our downtown area. They have laser tag. They have a mini golf. I mean... They don't want to deter it. Um, and so they've built up these things to make it easier for families to be on their properties. Um, a lot that's of probably the easiest way to tell is based on the amenities they offer. So that is that's what I was gonna say. Um if they have stuff like that, they're okay. They they're not gonna tell you no. Gotcha. Um, but there are some properties that I mean. I would say our bigger luxury type properties are like the more like the Vegas ones that are kind of like, we have go-go <laughs> dancers in the middle of our casino. You may not like that. Yeah. Yeah. They should, they should have laser tag while riding on an ostrich. In a casino. In a casino. In a casino. Uh, while wearing snowshoes. I mean, if we're going to do it, let's just throw it all <laughs> just in there together. It. Wrap it all, it all up. up. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned the uh, Reno experience area. What What's that? So the Reno Experience District is a new District. area. It's between, it's kind of joining our downtown midtown area and where our convention center is. So okay. they've always been really far apart and there hasn't been a lot of hotels between them or really anything to do. And so this developer took over this area of town. He knocked down this old rundown mall. Um, it had a theater already there. So we kind of just built this area around a theater. So there's a theater, there's a couple hotels, um, a couple apartment type buildings. Cause I say that because they're not your typical multifamily, like apartment complexes. They're geared right. more towards couples or single people. They're not a lot of multi-rooms and they have, um, amenities underneath all these buildings. So there's shopping and there's restaurants. Um, the pool, they have a couple pools at a couple of the locations. So just things to do between the two major segments of town. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. You may have started to hit on this, but are there any more like unique culture experiences that family can enjoy in Reno? Yeah. Um, in Reno, I would say this like the peak of our or top of our cultural stuff we were we have a big basque population so mm -hmm. basque people are from the pyrenees mountains yeah. between france and spain mm -hmm. and so you get spanish basque or french basque but a lot of them ended up over here our climate's very similar to that area we're very mountainous so we got a lot of sheep herders or shepherds and they're 
um, their culture kind of stayed, which is amazing from my standpoint, because their food is phenomenal. Um, so we have a couple of Basque restaurants. They do a big Basque festival in downtown Reno in the fall. Um, outside of Reno, though, which is really nice, it, everybody's familiar with the gold rush to California. Well, when that started to bust, all the miners started coming back this way. And they actually found gold in the mountains around Reno in 1859. So we have a lot of... Um, kind of that history, mining history in the area. We have a National Historic District about 45 minutes away. Um, it's a town called Virginia City. And depending on who's listening, if you're a smidge older, you might remember the show Bonanza. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't try to call out anyone on why they know it. <laughs> I was, it was very little, but I did see it. Very little. So well, there's Bonanza, TV lands. So you can, watch, still, it, you can watch all of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how I know about it. They were at the Ponderosa Ranch, which was at Lake Tahoe, and then they would always go into town, which was Virginia City. And so adults and parents, grandparents love going, oh, my gosh, you remember this on the show? Yeah. And then kids are like, oh, look, it's a gunfighter. So it, <laughs> you kind of cover both bases with that. We also have a Stewart, um, the Stewart Indian School and Cultural Center. So that's what it sounds like. It was a federally started Indian school. And then they, the state has taken it and really embraced the history there to really teach people about it. But one of the best things they'll do is at on Father's Day, they host a powwow. And so I think it's a really cool thing for people to see that maybe aren't from that culture. Absolutely. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, not to keep going back to food, uh, but what's a good Basque dish like what's what's one of their main dishes please tell me it's not ostrich it's not but it's i would say <laughs> sweetbreads do you know what sweetbreads are yeah yes i yes. don't really want to describe it so <laughs> <laughs> so sweetbread is probably one of their like number one what they're known for is and they don't always serve it this way so i'm just going to preface with yeah. using every part of the animal okay so, you can imagine what parts of the animal that we don't eat on a regular basis now, but that yes. might be in some of those foods. But what what's cool about Basque food, not the food, but how it's served is it's all done family style. Okay. Good. So if yeah. you're a group of six, great, you'll probably take up a whole table and you'll eat all together. But say you're a group of two, their tables are long family style table. You might get sit with a bunch of strangers and gotcha. be sharing your fries or your salad or your basque beans or any of the side dishes which is kind of a unique not everybody's gonna love that but yeah. right i have met some really cool people at those restaurants just because you're sat next to a stranger yeah for sure mm -hmm. uh, let's talk accessibility for families with young children or those with special needs how would you characterize reno in regards to that I would say we're fairly accessible. Um, the one thing we don't have a ton of public transit. So I like to preface with that for people with family, it's good to rent a car or um, get a transportation um, service of some sort. But we, what's really nice is we do our bus public transit. Um, it's called RTC. They do a program that you can book called RTC Access. And those are... Um, handicap accessible buses so okay. you are able to book that to take you from one place to another 
um, which is really nice. We also, through our city, do an adaptive equipment rental program. So if you are looking to do biking while you're here or any of our winter activities, you can actually get a, adaptive equipment rented through them. Okay. And we have a wonderful organization that actually was founded here. It's called High Fives. And High Fives was started by a, he was a pro snowboarder and he was in an accident and now he is um, in a wheelchair. But he started this to really show how winter sports can be adaptive. So they've done a couple videos for us for people to watch to really see how accessible we are. Um, and I think that speaks more than I ever could on the subject. And that's at our website. Okay, awesome. We'll put a link to that on our show notes as well. Yes. All right. So you mentioned RTC. Uh, I was going to ask you about transportation. Are are there other options you might suggest for families? I really think for families, your best bet is to probably do some kind of rental mm-hmm. Um just because then you're on your own schedule, right? Rather than trying to deal with a public transit system. We also have Lyft and Uber. Those are are a 24-hour type thing in our city. With the hours that like our businesses run, Uber and Lyft are really easy to get. Um, And we also have really great transportation companies. If you didn't want to drive yourself around, Reno Tahoe Limousine does big SUVs or Sprinter vans and... Mm. Their drivers can drive in any weather. I have been on numerous trips when it's <laughs> snowing or whatever else may get thrown, and they are really capable. So that's nice too. If you're if you're in the winter time and you're not a mountain driver, we come from what we like to call the flatlands. Um, getting a driver that knows how to drive in the mountains and in the snow, I really think is worth its weight in gold. You don't want any of our uh, southern folks coming over there. Trying to drive in the snow because uh, I, I mean know. I yeah no no offense it's not pretty it's not pretty I don't even like driving in the snow and I grew up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know everybody right now is trying to find the discounts, trying yeah. to find special deals. What where should they look for deals when they're looking at visiting Reno? I would say the one of. It's really tough to say that because right now everybody's looking for deals, but right now lots of businesses are not <laughs> loving giving the deals. them. Right. Um, <laughs> right, right. But most of our properties, if you go directly to their page, um, they like if you wanted to book the circus circus is a really great example. They're a Caesar's owned property. Okay. So they have their own rewards programs and deals listed directly on their website. And that's kind of the best for a lot of our things is they want you to book directly with them. So Mm. some of your best bets are going to be going directly to the entities versus any other third party Mm. type purchasing systems. Gotcha. Do your research. Yeah. Is there off season in in Reno? Our off season? Is yes. that what you said? Yeah. Do you do you have one? Is there an off season? I would say our slowest are off seasons. Um, are <laughs> spring and fall. Okay. So we're bit we're definitely a big winter and a big summer just because of our proximity to Tahoe. Um, but what's funny is my favorite time in Reno is fall. I oh, love yeah. the colors of our trees and everything that changed. Mm. And Tahoe's gorgeous in the fall, and it's not as busy. So gotcha. I'd pick fall, but you know, fall is the best time anywhere. Uh, Greece. Yes. 
I, I like spring, but I, I'm uh, not going to argue with y'all. So. No, you just, if you like sneezing, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, all right, we, we like to kind of get a little personal if that's okay. We always like to ask this one. When you have, when you personally have family or friends visiting from out of town, where do you like to take them? Um, I would say my first stop is probably going to be Virginia City. And I know I've talked about it a few times, but yeah. it's so close and it's such a cool experience to walk through a community that was started in the 1850s and it looks identical to when it was founded. Um, so it's the wooden boardwalks. It you can go on a mine tour. So that's always a really good one. Um, obviously, I take them to Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. I go to Sand Harbor. It's our state park. It's gorgeous. They do Shakespeare at the lake in the summer up there. Mm. Um, you can rent paddleboard. You can rent stuff th- at that beach too, which is really nice. And MS Dixie is a paddle wheeler, like your Mississippi Dixie paddle wheelers. Right. It takes off from that area as well. Um, so that's always fun to do with visitors because you get to see the lake and they, because we all love food on this, they'll do a lunch or dinner tour on it. So it's a mm. kind of a cool um, experience, way to experience the lake without having yeah. to get in the really cold water. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then down here in Reno, I, and it sounds it's probably not a big deal to everybody, but we have the second largest sporting goods store in America, North America. And I just think it's so much fun to walk through. It has a big Ferris wheel in the middle of it. Oh, wow. And really cool. These really large um, aquariums that you walk through like the archways and there's a saltwater one and there's a freshwater one. So those are some of the fun things I like to do that are kind of quirky and unique to just the Reno area. Right. Awesome. Well, for more information on visiting Reno, Tahoe, and the general area, consult your travel agent and go to visitrenotahoe.com. Katie, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Thank you. Oh, thank you guys. This was a blast. You guys are a hoot to talk to. Hey, everyone. If you're ready to plan your next family vacation, call my dad. He would love to help you as a certified travel agent. He never charges a fee to help you plan your vacation. Email him at rjones at starstufftravel.com. Get started planning your vacation today. That does it for this week's show. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram and Facebook. And you can watch the video version of the show on YouTube. Till next time. Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.